Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life, books and champagne, brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay, okay we're ready. And yeah. books are sexy. Y'all. Y'all. It's 2023. 2023. Happy New Year. We're back. Okay, it's 2022. I got it. I got it. I got a T-check sent back. Okay. What are you teaching us? Thank you, Rachel Champagne Buyer. Demi sec means sort of sweet. We don't like sweet champagne. God damn it, Rachel. Do you want me to go get a different one for you, too? Yes, Rachel. No. No, it's already in court. No, it's not. No, we're doing it. We're going to enjoy this. It's called. it's funny. When I pulled it out of the fridge, I was like, it's orange. It's one of my favorite colors. It's the color <laughs> of, I mean, the branding's orange. This so. is Amanda trying to make you feel better. It's, it's orange, a, Rachel. Good okay, job. Listen, light, bright, airy, and delicious. This sparkling wine takes its name from the scrumptious souffles. It's going to be bready. Chefs are famous for slightly sweet. That's demi-sec. And created from the finest grapes. No, you're Latin, Rachel. God. Anyway, so you know what? I'm not gonna complain. Why don't you pay your person Latin ancestry? Uh, it's French. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like isn't demi Latin? Isn't that a Latin root? No, that's French. Demi is the word. Fine, whatever. It means half sweet. It smells good. It smells really good. So Come good on, job. Whoa. Whoa. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Have you guys heard of that? One of my favorite things to do, and I don't know, maybe we can pull um, about this, or I'll write a podcast, or, or I'll write a blog post about it, but so you can cut this later. <laughs> is to ask people what their favorite, that's one of the things I want to write about, what people's favorite childhood books are, because I feel like, you know, with the new classic section, you know, like, there's a reason why books will stick with you for 40 years. Back to champagne. Nobody's perfect. I just let it. <laughs> Nobody, especially over. the scones at a particular bookstore. <laughs> we love our scones. Our scones. We don't sell souffles, but our scones come from why don't, sweet occasions. Why don't we sell souffles? Because they're really extra, and they have to come straight out of the oven. I think. Oh well. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, that's a tall It's glass. very full. Cheers to another year together selling books. Slinging books, as they like to say. We're slinging books. Slinging books and slinging bras. <laughs> just kidding. I'm drinking champ, just books. Ellen. Although, when I get home, slinging my bras is the first thing I do. Nah. My dogs are barking. My kids are like, Mom, Mom. Like, everybody shut up for five seconds. I have to go upstairs and take my bra off. Mine is, if it's not already up, I got to put my hair up. I want my mm. hair in a messy bun on top of my head. And um, I don't want to wear shoes. I feel you. Do you wear shoes at home? No. Can I tell you about my husband for a second, people? Everybody, collectively, yes. all the blog listeners, tell me if you not do not think this is insane. Tell me, <laughs> tell me if anybody else of you have a spouse who does this. 
comes from home from work. You wear formal work clothes, you know, like a dress shirt and pants with a belt, like dress pants, dress socks, and leather shoes. And he does not change out of them or remove his shoes. Literally almost until he's fallen asleep with his whiskey on his chest. I'll be generous. <laughs> well, passed out watching TV in our bed. Like his dress shoes will still be on on top of the covers. He he does not change out of his work clothes. That's so fucked up, Austin. I challenge you. Please tell me, does anybody else have a spouse who is that weird that they wear dress shoes? I mean, I have a pretty hard and fast rule with myself that when I'm home, I'm like in pajamas or sweats. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, God forbid someone shows up at yesterday your house. afternoon. I got home at what, like four o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock. I had to make peanut butter balls and then go to book club. But you know what I did? I came home. I put on my pajamas, made peanut butter balls in my pajamas. Then put clothes back on to go to book club. And I went to that book club, and I made the mistake of not changing out of my clothes, and I regretted it every single moment. I was right? like, you, in a bad you would. Mood. You could be like, oh, but I have to leave again in an hour. Well, that's sixty whole minutes. You could be in sweats yep. or pajama pants. Yep, and that's the way twenty twenty three is going to be. That's the way it's going to be. Twenty twenty made us that way. It changed. I mean, I've always been that way. But <laughs> I was going to say it did. <laughs> it changed civilization forever. We're more committed. We're more committed to our loungewear. That is one of the t- silver linings mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Yep. We love home. Okay, tell me what you're reading. How are you? Okay, how did you start 2023? What book did you start what, the year with? Um, well, I finished Babel. Me too! On the first day of 2023. I did not finish it on the first day, but that is my first book of 2023. I let's talk about that. Loved it. I thought okay. it was so smart. It was super hyped up. So I was like, mm, by Mariah. I don't know. I'm by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Rf Kwong. But I thought it was a brilliant book. So we'll tell people what it's about. We've talked about it before. Um, it was one of our best of the year. Um, was it? Yeah. We pick, yeah. We picked it as one of our best of the year. It's super fat. It is based in. Victorian England in a slightly, slightly fantastical universe. Um, it is very little is different. Um, but on the campus of Oxford University, there is this Tower of Babel based off of the Tower of Babel in the Bible where all the you know languages are spoken. And in this tower, um, students are recruited from all over the world for their ability to translate from their own languages or learn languages into English or other languages because what they do is they imprint translations of words or phrases onto silver bars. And what's lost in translation between one word and another because all thing, there's always something lost in translation. It becomes like a manifested power. power. So it's this idea of like you – Translation is always an imitation. Like, there is no, like, perfect translation. So how can you harness those differences Mm -hmm. between languages? Um, And they use these silver bars to, like, power their fucking boats and shit. You know, everything. Um, Medicine. They can be healing. um, They can make things more powerful. As the British Empire has grown, 
um, English has been a little bit more, I mean, more, it's adopting more and more languages because right. it's got this broad empire. So those, French, that, the German. power of those translations mm-hmm. becomes uh, less potent. And so now they're recruiting people from uh, Asian countries. Mm-hmm. China, and so the India. main character is Cantonese. Mm-hmm. And they're basically bringing them up to go to Babel and become and harness right. this power. Right. The primary character, his father, is one of the professors there. He never admits that he is his father, but basically impregnated the boy's mother. Um, and he eventually with the sole purpose of, of like basically breeding somebody who can speak a language that he needs that he could bring back to yeah. England. So it, it's representational of colonialism, what we take and keep for ourselves that belongs to others, and it's about a group of people who want to take that system back. And what does that look like? Yeah, and it, and it's a beautifully written book, beautifully mm-hmm. structured book. Mm-hmm. And it also poses this question because there is actually like a ti- there's an add-on to the title that's not on the cover, but it is on the title page, oh. and it's Babel or the necessity of violence. Wow! And if you read the book through, that. there is this whole philosophical question that is posed about violence and what constitutes violence. What when is violence appropriate? And how colonialization happens. You know, they really examine what happens when the British Empire lands in your country and takes over. Right? And and how ca- how might you be complicit in a system that you did not design and don't approve of? And because what is, by it, your morals, you don't want to be and violent. What, and what obligation do you have? Yeah. It's a really thought-provoking, uh, just brilliant story. I think everyone should read it. Right. I agree. Um, you need to read it in 2023. We are perfect, so we started our Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. So that probably, that's the first book I finished in 2023. But what are you reading now? I've actually read a couple books in between, and now I'm reading, now I'm reading an arc, and I'm obsessed with it. It's called American Mermaid by Julian Langbein, and so she is a stand-up comic. This is her first novel. I'm excited because it's the same editor as Lessons in Chemistry, but I think there is a lot um, different. LOLing. Oh, there's a lot different. It's so the the premise is that the main character Penny is an English teacher, like a high school English teacher, and she writes this novel called American Mermaid, and some influencer posts about it and it becomes really famous. And it's it gets, like getting a Reese Witherspoon <clears throat> book pick, and then you become where the kind of sing. kind of sort of it gets yeah. optioned for a movie. Mm-hmm. And so now she's quit her teaching job and she's living in L.A. and she's helping to screenwrite the movie of American Mermaid. And the way the book is structured is that it alternates between like the novel American Mermaid that she wrote, oh which God. is fucking absurd, and this screenwriting process in which these she's writing with these two like bros <laughs> and <laughs> how they keep trying to like change the, the character, which is an absurd. It's I can't even tell you how absurd this book is, but. I laugh on almost every page I read. Well, I'm really excited because I also have a copy of that. I was a few pages in, but then I quickly switched because we're reading for the same month. We're reading for this subscription that we're going to pick for March. So this comes out in March, and I am reading Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano. And it is 
loosely inspired by Little Women, one of my formative books. And I'm, yeah, and Anne Napolitano wrote a pretty popular book in I think twenty maybe twenty nineteen or twenty twenty called Dear Edward. Yeah. So that's probably where you have heard that name before. Yes. Yes, which I did not read, but you had read. I and read when it. You yeah. described it to me. I found it very fascinating. So I might need to go back and read that. But it's about four uh, sisters growing up in a Chicago suburb, one of whom attends Northwestern, and her path crosses with this poor boy, William, who comes from a family. His parents are very detached and uninvolved in his life, but he found meaning in basketball, and he also found height. And so he devotes his life to he basketball. He found height in basketball? Yes, he did. He was a short little boy, but thank God. And then God, he started he playing like basketball and he grew tall. It was a miracle. And so it's similar to how Lori is adopted into the um, family of the Marches. And so this boy, William, is drawn in by Julia, the oldest. And she just sets her sights on him and has a plan and going to move forward. But each of the sisters, but they joke, they joke. They're like, oh, we read Little Woman growing up. I'm being Beth today. I'm sick. Um, so it's, it's, it's not a retelling. It's just kind of like, there are a lot of similarities and it's based in the late 1970s, early 1980s. And I know I'm going to give this to each of my three sisters because I think there's going to be a lot that we reflect on as a, a group of four women who grew up together and the paths we struck for ourselves and the obstacles we ran into. So that's what I'm I'm reading right now. And I we'll have to find out. I'm going to read it too. So I'm excited. I, yeah, we'll find out. You you'll you'll find out later what we pick for our yeah, March subscription. Yeah, only if you subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe, Otherwise like, you'll follow. never know. But really subscribe. And FOMO for real. FOMO. You will have so much FOMO. Right, Rachel? Yep. So that's what we're reading. But today we are looking ahead at 2023. This is a sneak peek of 2023 happenings. Okay, so one of the sneak peeks was we're keeping up with our subscription. We are going to give you the best book every single month if you are a Dog Pack subscriber. Join the Dog Pack. We're working on the call. <laughs> Do it again. A little lower. Okay. A little lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. And then we'll have a secret butt sniff. My dog's responding. No, we will not. Go sniff your own butt. My dog's responding right now. She's coming over to see what's up. Lovey, don't sniff my butt. She will. Yep. Lovey, it's Lovey approved. So um, find out what we think the best of the year is by yeah. subscribing to the dog you pack. you subscribe and you don't think it's the best book, then you're the problem. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, we're drinking champagne, but let's invite the sober member of our group, Emily, join the table. Emily, you may remember, is from Arkansas. And that was not what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Right now, give her her space. Sit on her lap. So, as I was saying, Emily is from Arkansas, and we snagged her. We got so lucky. She is our events planner. Um, she kind of reminds me of Mary Poppins a little bit in that she's so, like, magical. And, and she carries an umbrella everywhere and actually flies with it. Yeah. And pulls things out of her bag and gets useful. Yeehaw! <laughs> she does it. She's from Arkansas. 
She has very little accent. Like, people from Missouri have more of an accent than she does from Arkansas. Um, her mom's from Ohio. Her mom's from Ohio. <laughs> so she was raised straight Midwestern. We should put that on a shirt for Emily. My mom's from Ohio. My mom's from Ohio. <laughs> but she um, is a graduate of the MFA program at Iowa State. She is an aspiring writer and lover of many interesting genres she is also in the k-pop fan club oh actually i don't know any k-pop but but she's a swifty she's a swifty remember mariah made me watch a k-drama and that's how addicted now when i wake up i watch a k-drama and when i take my lunch break i watch a k-drama um but didn't you also spend some time in japan japan Japan. so um we are inviting you on because you're in charge of the next year. Like, you're just in charge. We've given it to you. Tell us what we're doing <laughs> for the next year. Yeah. That's you, Emily. So, Emily has a lot of excitement. One of the amazing things that Emily has done in her role is she has built upon existing events that we do and also created lots of new fun experiences okay let's talk about the one we're about to have that's sold out in like four we hours we have a few things coming up in january okay, you start you start but i want to <laughs> emily's one. running the show emily's yeah i'm running, running the show we're giving out free popsicles every day stop by the store emily's buying them at fairway mm, with my store card <laughs> um okay so let's start with our new events this year coming up Oh, yeah. Emily. Oh, yeah. Emily, what are you reading? What are you reading? Well, I'm reading Nettle and Bone, which... Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Sounds nettly and bony. Yeah, there's some skeleton dogs in there. Uh, it came out a while ago, but it's from the same author as What Moves the Dead, and since everyone on staff, including me, loved that book so much, I thought, let's start with the good one that I can count on mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm partway through, and it is just as good as What Moves the Dead, and I'm super excited. It's this little backstory on all of this, so. Thank you for sharing your reading. That's a a good way to start start the year. Now tell us. What were you doing before, Rachel? Rachel, I swear to God, if you interrupt again. (laughs) Okay, Emily, you're the events coordinator. Tell us what you are, your goals for 2023, what you hope. What's your mission statement? What is your mission statement? Okay, so my mission statement for dog-eared books has always been threefold. I want to educate, entertain, and provide service. So I try to do, oh, oh you didn't know that? No, I, had I didn't my know that. <laughs> so I always try to think of events that meet at least one of those criteria. Um, I want to support other local businesses or um, causes that we feel really passionate about. I want to make sure that we're kind of shining a spotlight on important topics or just really cool things. And then I want people to have a good time. You have community. Yeah. You create community. And another way that I like to phrase this is sort of my 2023 mantra is just bringing weirdos together. Yes. But we aren't weird. I mean, no, we no, sort we're of weird. weird. Can I get a dog pack howl? <laughs> <laughs> my butt (laughs) a little too weird (laughs) Um. (laughs) so can i miss my events now where is it where is hr what 
There's butt sniffing happening. (laughs) What are some of the exciting things we have planned? Let's start with January, but then also a sneak peek on what you're excited about for 2023. Okay, we've got a lot of great events for January, and a lot of them are new events. So we have, well, most close to us now is trivia, which is not new. It's going to be recurring. But I need you to keep your eyes out this year, folks, because in May we're going to have a Star Wars trivia on May 4th, and I'm bringing everything I have to this event, and I need <laughs> you to meet me there on the Star Wars plane. What are you saying? Oh, and there will be a sticker. <laughs> I mean, Rachel Rachel says that I need to tell you that there are trivia lovey stickers now, and if any of you are lovey sticker collectors like me, you're going to want these because they're super cute. And there's yeah. also a Star Wars trivia lovey sticker. Yeah. So, <laughs> lovey is Yoda. I haven't seen this yet. I'm really excited. You cannot miss this sticker, folks. Come to the event, get a sticker, get drunk or just happy, and answer some questions. Yeah, see if you know Star Wars as well as the other Star Wars nerds. I mean, and Emily's not competing, so you, I mean, she's going to be competing within her mind, but you have a chance if she's not competing. She's going to write the questions and think to They're herself, gonna be these killer. fuckers never She went to Star Wars, Star Wars World in Disney, right? I mean, a droid. So. What'd and you name it? Uh, Wablo 5'4". Because <laughs> my niece named hers Roly, so they had to match. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this month's trivia is not Star Wars themed, but I did ride around on naughty cats. So naughty cats, <laughs> or maybe just famous cats. Oh, naughty like cats. cats. <laughs> um, some of our attendees requested that round, so let this be your reassurance that if you request a topic, I'll try to fit it in. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good events manager. Yeah, I'm just trying to meet your needs. I'm dying for feedback, you guys. Leave comments on social media. Go to our blog. I don't care which post. Type in all caps. I want this. And I will try to provide it. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. So one of the things we said in all caps was, we want a puzzle competition. Puzzle competition. You know why? Because we will slay you. We will slay (laughs) you. But we're taking ourselves out of the running for placement. We're just going to dominate. And then all the rest of you can cry to Pluto. What they are saying in simple terms (laughs) is this. There will be a puzzle competition. There will be prizes. But the real prize is whooping ass on my bosses who think they're the best puzzlers in this universe. We are. We are. (laughs) And Emily's been keeping the puzzle top secret from us, so we don't even know what it is. But we are fully confident in our abilities. She made sure it's a puzzle we've never done and we've never sold in the store. And we're bringing in something fresh. You have to be like some weird puzzle aficionado, aficionado. <laughs> every a puzzle, puzzle connoisseur. In the world, the world to have been prepared for this. So uh, it filled up in like four hours. <laughs> so the good news is us. people are excited about the puzzle competition. We'll probably do it again. And if it goes well, we would like to recreate it. Yeah. So. We haven't even mentioned that this is a cozy puzzle competition. Pajamas welcome. Hot cocoa, front and center. Bailey's in the hot cocoa? Yes. Yeah. Fireplace crackling noises on the speakers? You bet. Who could have done it better than us? Hi, Austin. (laughs) Do you wear dress shoes to bed? Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Is that fucked up? 
So the puzzle competition is Thursday, Friday, Friday, uh, January 20th. And even though we're all sold out for participants, you're welcome to come and watch. Get drunk, do some cheering, some jeering, whatever feels right. Or book buying. Oh, yeah, that. Always that. Um, but before that, on Thursday, we have a really cool author coming in for our combos and cocktails. That's Kirsten Anderson, who wrote More Than Words, which Ellen's a big fan of, so you should give us a little spiel. Yeah, so I read More Than Words, and I will be doing a Q&A with Kirsten. So you may remember Kirsten Anderson because she made international headlines uh, about five years ago when she successfully sued the state of Iowa for sexual harassment she experienced while working for the Republican caucus um, in the Iowa legislature. Big surprise. <coughs> um, but she's written this book about her experience, and it's really about um, actionable steps. So it, after each chapter, she talks a lot about, like, <clears throat> gives you almost like this case study. But one of the things she really emphasizes in this book is that there's no, like, right way for a person. And she doesn't say victims of sexual harassment. She says targets of sexual harassment. Mm -hmm. That there's no right or wrong way to deal with it. Maybe the right way is litigation for some people. Maybe for some people it is not that. Um, but her goal is to shine a light on workplace harassment, sexual harassment in particular, and to ultimately end it. Um, yeah. And she's a lovely person. She came in the store. She brought us cookies. Um, and I, I rec I, she looked really familiar to me and it, it took me a few minutes before I realized like, oh yes, you're that person, you know? Um, so I'm really excited to talk to her. I think that I thought that her story was really moving. She was very brave to do what she did. Right. Um, and I think she, hopefully her story, um, can cause some positive change. So I'm excited to talk with her. Very exciting. And you can get her book at the store, and I think she'll sign some copies when she's there. And, yeah, yes. join us. <coughs> so on that Saturday, the 21st, we have another new event called the Writer's Lab. And this is an event that Dog Eared Books is pairing with ISU's um, MFA in Creative Writing Environment Program to bring to you. It's for anybody who likes writing or wants to learn more about writing. We're just going to hang out and sort of experiment. So every week there's going to be a different topic led by a different person. And the idea is like, for example, I'll read the first one because I'm really curious about how to draw from your influences, the things you really love and inspire you in a way that feels fresh and unique. So I'm going to waltz in to the loft. And Are you going to literally waltz? You play that music. I'll do that little, is it a four-step, two-step? I'll Google it. I don't know. I'll have Jess play it. She's the one who plays weird music. All right, so I'm going <laughs> to waltz up the stairs, and we're going to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about our inspirations, maybe do a little inspiration kind of collage or graph just showing what really inspires all of us, and then we're going to figure out how to turn that into a writing activity and conversation and then just have some writing time. So it's really low-key. You don't have to prepare anything. The idea is people can just get together and be curious and try new things uh, really low stakes. So we're looking forward to that. After this meeting, the next one's going to be generating story ideas, and our third meeting will be dialogue. If you want to know more, check out the website. I'm excited you're doing this, Emily. I think it's needed. We have a lot of people who come to the store who are writers, aspiring writers, so just creating space, I think, is going to be awesome. Oh, and there's a link in the show notes. 
Rachel gave me like smexy eyebrows about that. I don't know why, but like she's really into links, you guys. Dog eared books, wolf sounds, and weird kinks. This is really good. So we have a lot of book clubs. <laughs> also, every, every month, there's so many book clubs, and we're getting more. Yeah, and we get like a f- couple new book clubs this <laughs> yeah. m- starting this month. Oh, yeah. thrills and chills. Thrills and chills. That's like anything that gets those goosebumps on your arms. It could be a murder mystery. It could be a crime. Those are different sometimes. I think they are. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Psychological thrillers, murder mysteries, probably some horror. Yep. And it's led by Jordan, who is like a store regular. She's been hanging with us from the beginning. She comes to a lot of our book clubs. And (laughs) she came to me with this idea to do Thrills and Chills. And she was like telling me how (laughs) she's like, I read a mystery and like everybody figures out. I'm always surprised. (laughs) She's like, maybe I'm I'm just always surprised. And so she is delightful. She's super funny. She teaches high school English. Um, so come join Jordan. And their first book is The Seven Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Which, if you have not read it, this is your opportunity. You gotta do it. It is like www.dogeardbooksnames.com slash book clubs. <laughs> Go there. Linked. Let's talk about our <laughs> other new one that we want to make sure we get some participation <laughs> in. <laughs> Everybody deserves to have their own book club. Okay. We will empower all of our passionate readers. We have a niche for everyone. But Jack, he's our, just Jack, our new uh, bookseller who reads history. That's one of his, you know, passionate areas. He said, can I please have a Russian literature book club? And we were like, uh, okay. (laughs) And so he is passionate. And you know what? There I think he's picking some good stuff. He's yeah. picking some good stuff, and he's learning Russian, and so I think for him it's sort of a passion project, and it's always fun to read with someone who is passionate. And there is a great tradition of literature that came out of Russia, and I'm really curious to see what his curation is going to be. I mean, if you've read Anna Karenina and War and Peace, and you need more. <laughs> you need more of that. Uh, what is he calling it? Well, it's Russian lit. <laughs> it's lit, but then you put Russia in there. Uh-huh. It's Russian lit. lit. With an exclamation point. And a hand move. Kind of like it's fucking lit. lit, but Russian lit. Exactly. Exactly. So the first book they read is The Big Green Tent by, well, I think I better just not try to say that and just spare us all. But uh, if you like long things, if you like dark things... <laughs> If you're wondering to yourself, why a Russian book club? Why now? I actually saw this book come in. It's not very long. It's oh, beautiful. it's not? It's beautiful. And it's got a nice it's cover. It's got a really cool cover. Looks like we're unearthing some misconceptions here. My biases? Checked. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> check out our book club. <laughs> and then the usual will be meeting. It'll be the most well-attended book club. I know. It's like Cafe Philosophy. You want to know the meaning of life? Show up on a Sunday once a month, and Chad will tell you. I have not. I've been too scared to find out. I'm hiding from the meaning of life. We have one more event this month. Yep. It's also recurring. Emerging writers. 
So we've got a few MFA writers coming in to just share a bit of their work. It's always really chill and relaxed, and you get to hear some good stuff. So we hope to see you there. Now, are you ready for each single event from February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December? Or should I just give you the highlights? Highlight real. <laughs> Thank you. Highlight real. So uh, that's good because. I feel like when you background music, I'm just like. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, What's the um, unsolved mysteries team? My son's been watching unsolved mysteries and then gets scared and then won't stop watching unsolved mysteries. Scary. That song is scary as fuck. I don't know what you're talking about, but I believe you. Watch Unsolved Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, y'all. www.netflix.com. Link. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hit some high notes. In February for Valentine's Day, we are going to do Blind Date with a Book. It's going to be fun. People have been asking us to wrap your books (laughs) and blind you to what you're buying and reading. Apparently, this isn't particular reading interest. They've been asking us. We get links sent to us all the time. Screen grabs. You know why? I just had an idea. What if we reworked Blind Date with a book? <laughs> we take a totally different angle. People come in the store. We, and blind, we, we blindfold them, and it's like the first book you touch, you can't. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but one thing we will be doing is um, taking books from different genres, wrapping them up, and writing some hints to like what they're about. So we might include a trope that the book features, its genre, um, its atmosphere, its mood. But the idea is you get to take something without really knowing what it is and have that sort of like, you know, the spark of the unknown. It's like the Tinder bio will be on the cover. Yeah. And control freaks like me don't participate in this program. <laughs> I can't handle not knowing. I cannot. You need to lay your eyes. But I want to invite all of these, like, flexible-minded, adventurous people, <laughs> curious readers in, and we will have a, we'll have a cocktail. This is a perfect opportunity. And then if you open your book and you don't like it and try to return it, we'll be like, you're a loser. That's my ticket, too. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to love anything we wrap. We will only wrap the good stuff. After that. <laughs> We're going to have another poetry slam near the end of the month. Last time, we filled up with participants. So if you want to be in that, try to sign up kind of early. Um, It was really fun. So I'm excited to see you there. And then in March, we're going to have a children's book event, a special story time with the author of My Silly Granny. So that's going to be really exciting. And... Let me see. Oh, you know what? Okay, I didn't get to do my alien spiel, so I'm stealing the mic here for a second. Fast forward. Pause. Fast forward. I don't care about April. I do care about May, because that's Star Wars trivia. Yeah. June and July. Have a little something to do with aliens. World UFO Day is June 24th, (laughs) probably. Let me check this here calendar. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's in that ballpark. It is Saturday, June 24th, and I didn't forget. It'd be really shitty if you were waiting outside for the aliens to arrive, and you're like, oh, shit, it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That would be, but we're not going to miss it, guys, because we're going to do something. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. You want to know why? Because last year, 2022, out of nowhere, the space alien books came for me, and Mm. they said, we are your favorites. 
we choose you, you choose us, and now we're married. I don't know how I got here. It was like we eloped in Las Vegas, and I don't remember <laughs> it. But I love alien books now. There are so many good ones, and they're like, what is the nature of humanity as a whole? What are our possible reactions to the unknown? And how can we communicate with each other in the future? Just like big questions that you're and like, how can we well, phone home? How can <laughs> actually? I've never seen ET. Maybe we can watch. What? ET. Get, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. Happy Aliens. No, it's so. Hear me. <laughs> alien books have a lot to offer. Anything in space, just the vastness of it. I mean, you can get moody and atmospheric. It's like Edgar Allan Poe in the future. So much room for play. So get ready for Alien Day. Is I really like <laughs> when the government revealed the report from military members who were like, yeah, we actually saw something. Oh, like the flying beans? The flying Hell, yeah. stuff. They were like, I've watched so many Netflix, Netflix documentaries. Here's an episode on Unsolved Mysteries about this. I, know. <laughs> I shit you not. I really like that. So I support dun, you, Emily, dun, in your dun, fascination. Dun, dun, Reversing dun, to April. Don't. Don't miss Indie Bookstore Day. I will because my sister has an art <laughs> show. But you better not. You got to hit every indie bookstore in the central Iowa area and see how cool we are. Because we are the hearth and home of your reading habits. And that is a day <laughs> to celebrate everything that makes Indie Bookstore special. So that's April 29th, I believe. I take it back. I do care about April. Thank you. <laughs> Only it's tail end because you're sexist. No, it's because we're kinky here, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I will woo for whatever. <laughs> April says, Snoop my butt. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we have we have some openings in April. If you have an event you really want to see, just just say it in a comment, you guys. I, I really want to talk to you. So that's the first half of our year. We'll update you again later. But we're, we're trying to bring in some new fun, fresh things while maintaining the communities that we've already built. And we love you guys. We're still here. We want to be here for 100 more years. So to 2023. Personally, to I don't. 21, 23. You know? Those of you fired and integrated in space. Ooh. In space. In space. Doctor With in space. the aliens. We do have an yeah. <coughs> we have, folks, an astronaut lovey sticker. Don't miss it. World UFO Day. <laughs> she might look cooler as an alien, though. What? Just saying. Rachel just made a face. I love it when she makes this face. It's the face that says, I could do that. And then she's picturing how to do that. Yep. Okay. So, <laughs> what are we going to end with? Um, we have one more to talk about. Oh, we have shit. what <laughs> is coming out this week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about what's popping in the store no, right now. No, we're not po talking about what's popping in the store. Right now. Anyways, the bye guys. Are popping. <laughs> the no, books are popping like bags of popcorn. Thanks for joining okay. us, Emily. Thanks for joining us, Emily. You're welcome. I love you. Anyways, bye guys. That's popping. The books okay. are I just popping. put the books in the microwave, and it's at that point where it's going pop, 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 and now it's starting to slow down. And you have pop, to like pop, wait by pop, the microwave because you got to get pop. it just right. You can't burn you it. Get, you got to get as many kernels popped as possible, but you don't want to overdo it. It's a fine line to walk. Right. So it is time, and I want to talk about the most exciting book that is coming out this year. And I'm inviting Rachel to come sit next to me. No, I'll just steal all your time. Okay. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. And she should care. Okay. Oh, it is called 
Spare. 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 Because he's the spare. Yeah. Prince Harry's biography. Duke of Sussex. I don't know. If, does he have that title anymore? Yeah, he's still a dude. Okay. So we really care. Ellen, um, we watched the documentary. We watched the Oprah special. We watched The Crown. Oh, We've no, read The Crown the dumb. I stopped watching it. Sorry, I watched the whole thing. And now <laughs> it's very valuable because I'm on the last, I watched the last season right. of The Crown. And it's when Diana starts sharing her own story publicly mm-hmm. and everyone's mad at her. And this is what Harry is doing. He's repeated Diana's story, mm-hmm. found a way to extricate himself from the system, but he wants to lay the record straight. Okay. I'm obsessed with this and don't get me wrong. It's it's feeling a little bit repetitive, all these interviews over and over and over, but I do not care. This book is going to be everything. It's and so dramatic. Amanda and I have been trying so hard to avoid spoilers on it. We did, we're, we have our blinders on. I've unfortunately earplugs. seen quite a few. But that is not the same as knowing the depth of this story. I want all the details. I need this book. I really want to know. Um, I really want to know a lot about Harry and his brother William mm-hmm. and the Fab Four. And how, so, like, I'm afraid because I like William and Kate and I don't want them to be evil. Please I like don't be evil. Kate, but William's always been like, fuck. Like, he's so boring. Yeah, but see, I grew up in the era, I mean, like, I kind of married a William. Um, like, I had a tall, blonde guy thing. Oh, my God. I have a tall, blonde guy. Yeah, see? Oh, he influenced no. you. Um, I he told, was. I told Ellen, what, did I tell you this earlier today, or maybe yesterday? When I was younger, I <laughs> I fully believed that I was going to end up with Prince Harry. Because <laughs> I was like, whoops. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's only 10 years older than me. That's not a big deal. But, alas. He I, took Megan. <laughs> Which I'm very happy for because she is a delight. I think she's a lovely human. So anyway, as soon as we get our hands on that book, we will be doing nothing else. Just yeah. like, don't even count on and us for anything. this episode comes out on Tuesday, January 10th, the day that spare hits your shelves. We are guaranteed by Penguin Random House that we will have our copies on that day. So rush to the store, grab yes. your copy, and have a readathon. But also see Amanda and I wearing our replica oh, yeah. sweaters of one that princess diana wore i mean it's not even like a replica it's made by the same company it's the same company it's, it's the, the black sheet these two women that yeah have made these sweaters yeah but you got a pink color and i did the red you got the original red yeah and it's got the one little black sheep on it I because we're all black sheep fabric shaver to it because it's getting a little been wearing it a lot i wear it a lot i love it i've been i got it what like may of last year so i didn't get to wear it until me too i had to cold. save it all summer i know and then i was the like worst. it's finally cold enough shout out to pedro because he's the one who got it for us at from the, s- the sample sale in yeah. new york yep um we were desperate amanda's sister you know who you are wouldn't do it for us mm-hmm. i still love you <laughs> wendy's great yeah she's really great but she doesn't give a she shit she didn't about fall the through she didn't fall through on an important thing for us. So yeah. thank you, Pedro, because I know he listens to this on occasion. So Yeah, we love you, and we will be wearing the sweaters that you bought and shipped from mm-hmm. New York to us in honor of Spare. So that's yes. the most important Woo-woo. one coming out. Now we can talk about the other books coming out, but that's the only one we care about. I mean, they're fine. But I feel bad for anyone else whose publication date was January 10th because... <laughs> They kind of got <laughs> overshadowed. But we do have some coming out. Tell us all. Not all of us want to bang Harry. I don't just. I'm just captivated. I'm captivated. I, I, bang him. I. You basically did. 
If you read between the lines, that's what you said. She did want to marry him. Kinky. Uh, Kinky. <laughs> All right, so spare, but then Lee Bardugo, second in her Alex Stern series. The first was Ninth House. Now we have one called Hellbent. Okay. Beautiful. So I've read Ninth House. I thought it was really good. Mm -hmm. It's secret societies, Yale, paranormal shit. What more could you want in life? And now Hellbent. We'll find out what happens. Then we have in Mystery. Mm -hmm. Thriller. All the Dangerous Things by Stacey Willingham, who wrote A Flicker in the Dark, which is out in paperback this week. Um, so the premise is this woman's toddler gets taken from his crib. And it's been like a year, and she can't sleep. Like, she literally cannot sleep. And she decides to do an interview with a true crime podcaster. And in the course of that interview, some questions that are asked that start to jog her memory. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Disturbed motherhood is still a thing. Such a I don't thing. know if I can do it. But try that book if that sounds like you're a thriller. <laughs> um, and then if you're trying to like make yourself more sane, you can read you The Good happy. Life. If you want to be happy. If you um, want to focus the, on babies stolen from crits, read The Good Life. <laughs> Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study on Happiness by Robert, Robert Waldinger. That's a great name. And Mark Schultz. So they talk about what they learned in the Harvard study about what actually brings happiness and spoiler alert the answer is relationships all kinds of relationships i totally believe that and it relates to uh the book of joy um by russ gay inciting joy inciting joy thank you the book (laughs) of delights inciting joy inciting joy is the idea that community and connection is where you're going to find joy so make a friend come join the book club Okay, so we have a couple in paperback. One of your favorites, Ellen. How High We Go in the Dark by Sequoia Nagamatsu. This is a novel in stories about the aftermath of a fictional pandemic. And so the stories are all very completely separate, but there is an interconnectedness among them. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful, beautiful writing. And some of the stories are tragic. Some of them are hopeful. Some of them are really out there. Um, but it was a book that I read it early on in the year, and it, it stuck with me. And then if you're following along with the Finley Donovan mystery series, Finley Donovan Knocks Him Dead, it, the second in the series is out in paperback, so grab that if you've been waiting for it. There's a couple cute ones coming out in Kids, Very Good Hats by Emma Straub, who's a personal, like, hero. Um, hero. Shiro. Shiro, she's a Shiro. I love her adult fiction writing. I love her bookstore, Bookstore Magic. She teamed up with illustrator Blanca Gomez, and it's about all the different hats we can wear, all the different ways we can be, all the people we can be. It's a gorgeous cover, great illustrations. And then this hilarious book by the creator of Unicorns Are the Worst, Dragons Are the Worst, Yetis Are the Worst, uh, is Got Your Nose. And it's a play on that grandparent game, parents do too, where you take your fingers, grab a little kid's nose, you <laughs> stick your thumb through your fingers, and you're like, oh, look, I got your nose, it's gone. And then the kid freaks out and cries because they have no nose. <laughs> <laughs> There's YouTube videos. But anyway, this one's much more fun. He watches illustrations are on point. I saw one just the other day. And then the dad took the ear, and the kid freaked out even more. 
I'm like, why are we putting this on YouTube? All right. So we popped the popcorn on the books. We popped the popcorn. What's popping in the store? I'm going to read at story time. 10 o'clock with Lovey. She's back. She had a cone for a while. She played too hard (laughs) over the holidays, like some people tend to do. Um, But she's recovered. And she will be reading with me for story time. Lots of fun, wintry stories. Thursday night, trivia night. Yep, you heard about it from Emily. 7 o'clock, trivia night. I will be there. I will be competing. With a special category about naughty cats. Apparently. So, study up. Study up on naughty cats. Note to self. Okay, I'm excited to hear how this one goes. Friday night, 5 p.m., the Totally Graphic Book Club, which is high school kids. They're reading Other Ever Afters, New Queer Fairy Tales by Melanie Gilman. This is the coolest cover. I love this cover so much. So I hope the kids like the book. Yeah, Sunday, January 15th, <laughs> 2 p.m., Cafe Philosophy, discussing punishment. Punishment. And this is <laughs> this is Chad's and a leg. It, all it. it says is punishment. Yes, <laughs> it's a topic. Punishment. He's a teacher at Ames High School, <laughs> and he helps coach wrestling. Should I, go, should I go sit on it and be like, this is punishment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This feels like punishment. Yeah. So I think it sounds like a really cool topic and, you know, would be, re- I, I want to know the results because my kids are not. should make them take notes. Yeah. <laughs> Share them. Yeah. That's Sunday. Does punishment work? Yeah. And then technically this is like a little bit further out, but I do want to give the heads up. It's next Tuesday, calendar. the 17th at six o'clock is the first Thrills and Chills book club discussing Evelyn Hardcastle. So you still have time to read it. It's a really, it's a page turner. I encourage you to do that. Um, it's the mystery. Come check it out. Yeah. Mystery to start your year with if you have not read it yet. You need to do it. If you've already read it, come and talk about it. Yes. And one more thing. There is a new bookstore opening up on January 15th. The 14th. 14th? The 14th. we're going to get to peek at the yeah. 13th. Yes. Reading in public. It's in Valley Junction, West Des Moines. Um, congratulations congratulations they, it's going to be Lindsay. a stunning bookstore um Lindsay has excellent reading taste her store is beautiful her aesthetics it's, are yep as the kids say she's aesthetic she is aesthetic and you know what if you welcome Lindsay and reading in public to the central Iowa bookstore community definitely check them out yeah party in the Valley Junction. <laughs> I just watched www.valleyjunction.com. We're going to the Valley. <laughs> valley Party girls. In the valley. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. Twenty twenty three. Keep the champagne flowing, flowing and the books and going. going. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. Bye. Austin. <laughs> Do it. Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow. Because you want to find out what's happening in Dog Eared Books every single week. Yep. And if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at, at Dog Eared Books Ames or at Dog Eared Books on TikTok. All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs>